I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool top for the first time, it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment. The new LFC 24-25 season Nike home kit is out now. Buy it today along with our new goalkeeper kit and training range at your official LFC stores. Online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app. You will never walk alone. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. How's it going? Snidgy here. The lads over at the LFA day trip is asking for a quick favor, all right? Hop on over to the YouTube channel and subscribe, yeah? It's not that hard, all right? In fact, it's actually handy. Hit the bell icon, you won't miss a show. Look, I'm not going to say it again. YouTube, LFC Day Trippers, subscribe, alright? Up the fucking reds. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. This show is sponsored by Paddy Power, a bookies, a website, and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly, and remember to do so with Paddy Power. Right, that's that out of the way. Gibbo and Chris Pajak have joined me tonight. There is five days to go until Liverpool return to a football pitch in the quest for a title, in the fourth title in 30 years. Uh, Chris, how are you, my man? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm excited to be back. I think you're a fucking madman doing shit at 10 o'clock at night, by the way. It's the only time I'm available. Absolutely insane, Gav. Well, listen, I have to be honest with you. Between 9 and 10, I practice me chipping um, in preparation for golf during the week. So that takes precedence over everything. Um, And if Liverpool decide to play at 9 o'clock next week, I won't be watching. Um, I have some (laughs) serious practice to be doing, all right? Um, And FSG should probably be fucked out if they do play at 9 o'clock. Let's be honest. Um, John, how are you? I'm really well, mate. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Yeah, and It is a uh, funny time to do a pod. Like, I said to my missus, yeah. I've got to jump on a podcast. And she was like, you for like, America? Do you know what I mean? Like, she thought yeah. I was, like, doing LFC San Diego or something. I was like, oh, <laughs> just some Irish things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we just like being up late. And, and drinking so it, it works it works for all of us um lads listen i'm we're gonna get through as much as we can tonight the the comments are open in the chat um on youtube if you're watching on youtube please hit the like button subscribe all that mess and don't be doing super chats do not try pay me to read out a comment it's um i'm against it fully against it so don't try to do that um but lads i want to we're quite rightly looking forward to what's about to happen and that's liverpool claiming the first title in 30 years and that all starts um well, I suppose it probably starts on, on tomorrow night when, when City play, but it really starts on Sunday. But I wanted to look back because during the time of football's been off, I've just gone back and Liverpool FC have been brilliant by putting out extended highlights of nearly every game. And and you just something you catch, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube or wherever it's been. But it's been a ridiculous season, a ridiculous season. And I know that sounds like a very you know obvious thing to say, but when you're looking forward to what we're about to do, Looking back, you're going, Jesus, this is unreal. Chris, you know, we win the European Cup uh, last June um, in Madrid and we go through the summer and we don't sign anybody and there's all sorts going on. And, you know, why aren't we doing this and why aren't we doing that? When it came around to this league season in particular, did you see this? Did you ever think it would be this good? Like, I'm presuming. No, you didn't, did did you? No, did a fuck. I mean, I remember. 
we were lucky enough, John as well. We're, we're in Boston and um, we were lucky enough to sit down with Jürgen. And I remember saying to him, how do you improve on last year? And I remember him basically like laughing. And I thought, oh, that's a nervous laugh, that. How fucking yeah. wrong was I? It wasn't a nervous laugh. It was a, it was a laugh of confidence. Like, come on. I, like, because, yeah, you're right. We didn't sign anyone and people are obviously disappointed. And, we're, and we all know that because we all get swept up into, you know, the excitement of a transfer and all that type of stuff. But we're, we're not football men. Like, you know what I mean? When I talk about football, we don't understand it. Like, Klopp understands it or these lads and stuff. And we always seem to think that a player is of his ability. We never, we always seem to forget. I think anyway, I do. Maybe I won't speak for you. The players can get better and teams can get better with patience. You know what I mean? And good coaching and stuff like that. It's not all like, you don't just win the transfer window. Like I've seen some fans say and all that type of stuff. Mm. It's bollocks. Like it's the hard work it's done on the training ground and, you know, the confidence of the European Cup and, and everything else, that's what they built on. It gave them confidence getting that trophy. We always said, yeah, one trophy in the bag and then you can go on and do more. That's what they've done. They've proved it. It's It's been ridiculous because when you look at, I, I was on a show earlier on and they were talking about, is this the greatest Liverpool side you've seen? And I was saying, well, look, you can't write off 97 points, John. 97 points is a ridiculous points total. It just happens that 98 done it against us and it's probably the best league win we've seen in a long long time from City all things being fair you know 98 points under that pressure is, is phenomenal as much as their 97 was but John when you're turning around and you're coming back to support Liverpool and for another season in, in August 2019 are you thinking ah, let's we'd be 29 games in and we'd only have dropped 5 points it'll be fine no no chance but, but that just shows the, the strength of this team and the amazing mindset that they've got really and they just approach every new challenge with with relish and I think that's what Jürgen's done so well is that you know he's he set them new goals every time they reach one and that's why it's never looked you know like it's gone stale it's never looked like you know that why we why we weren't why we it didn't matter sorry that we didn't sign any players last summer and normally you think oh you just want someone into to freshen it up almost as much as anything you know regardless of, of adding quality uh, but you know every every managerial book you know tells you that's what you need to do or you need to fre- fresh faces you know what I mean like t- t- teams have got have got a have got lifespans and all that but they're just sort of making a mockery of it all really and every time people think they can't get any better they do it's a phenomenal football team they're a phenomenal group of players and yeah can't watch them can't wait to watch them again. It's Chris. It's going to be strange watching them again. Um, like in the sense that you know you won't be in the ground or you won't be around the ground doing content like you do, uh, you know, can you see that affecting us at all, or do you th- just think the mentality of the side is just that good that it doesn't matter if they if they if they play in a local park, it, it doesn't matter where we play, we just go and do the job. Yeah, listen, I'm I'm going to try and word it right because not that they'll have an advantage because they're not playing in front of us, but they'll have an advantage because the other team isn't playing in front of the crowd. So, mm. for example, I'll try and expand that a little bit more. From what I've seen of the Bundesliga, the better teams do better when there's no crowds. So there's no ebb and flow, there's no momentum, the crowds aren't into it. So I started thinking about the derby. I'm like, what's kept what's kept us from scoring since Marnie's late winner in 16-17 at Goodison? Because it ain't the fucking side, they're shit. You know, it's it's partly the crowd, it's the closeness of the crowd, it's everything else. Like, we've got a side there that doesn't, they don't need the crowd. They feed off it and they get better for it, but they certainly don't need the crowd. They're, they're just technically a better football team. It's why I think we've had the hoodoo over Everton for years anyway, is that when the blood and thunder goes out of football, which is what the referees and everything's been doing over the last 15 years, Everton haven't won a derby. Give us, it's been 10 years. Why? Because the referees are a little bit more lenient now. It's played on football in terms. We've got the better footballers. We're just the better side. And, and I think Liverpool will just continue, to be honest. I, I don't see it making a difference. I mean, the first load of Bundesliga games that I saw, I was surprised by how quiet the players were. What's fucking training for Liverpool? They were louder than any of the Bundesliga sides that I saw. And they were training. Like, you know, the full of leaders everywhere on that pitch. And people might just now look at and go, Bloody hell, Henderson does shout a lot, doesn't he? You can see he's an actual leader. Because I think if you're not in the ground and you're not sat near the front, you probably don't get that from the television. So I'm interested to see it from that perspective. Sorry for waffling. 
No, I, I, you probably will see it from that perspective, but they're talking about playing crowd noises in and um, doing all sorts of stuff like that. I, I don't know how that's going to work. I think they did try it in the Bundesliga, didn't they? And people seem to like it. John, going back to the COVID-19 stuff, you know, it's it's three months since, yeah, give or take, it is three months since Liverpool have played a game. Um, at any stage during that, John, were you worried that A, they might null and void this, um, or B, they just won't get the opportunity to finish this season? Yeah, <laughs> I was just because it's it it's it's sort of natural to to, to you know to to worry slightly that you know because it's it's obviously the complete unknown. We didn't know what's going to happen. I, I'll admire anyone who who had hundred percent complete faith that the season was going to start up again because you know even though all the noise you were hearing where that you know we're going to. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get up and run, and I'm just laughing there. I was DMing pizza more and everything. Just got pizza, trying your best. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's, a yeah. des- that's a desperate man, isn't it? Like yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, you know what? I'm not even told anyone that, and I've decided to do it live on a podcast. Like yeah. just, and after how many after how many messages did he block your number, John? He just said, "No, he, no, I haven't got his phone number. He's not that." What stupid. did you say, John? What did you exactly say? <laughs> Come on. I, I just went like I think it was the the more the the night before the first like Cobra meeting or whatever the fuck they have. Do you know what I mean? The the twenty of them, and I was just like, "You need to sort this piece, or, or I'm going to be <laughs> I'm going to be struggling. Like if you can't get yeah. this this footy back over you in the league." And yeah. I think he just said he'd try his best. I think he was just being polite. Like, uh, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and when Karen Brady said she wanted the, the the whole league scrapped, do you reckon Peter Moore jumped up and just shouted, but John Gibbons, did you, <laughs> do you reckon Do you reckon that's what swung yeah, it? Listen, if, if you don't, you're going to have to ring Gibbons then. You're gonna have to ring Gibbons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, unbelievable. But, like, I, I was, I was, adamant that the, the football will be finished I, I just was when I looked at it from the point of view of money because it all comes down to money at the end of the day that's where I was and I, I was I, people were like when do you think it'll be back I was like definitely May 17th I was only saying that because I had a flight booked to Liverpool and I was hoping <laughs> that they'd, they'd swing it I should have DM'd Peter Moore or you to pass on the message but um, no I, I, I did think it'd get done I, I thought it might be sometime in June So, and I stuck by that because I just felt that they're not taking a billion quid out of this game, just like that. They're just not. Chris, uh, were you like John? Were you were you DMing anybody in particular, or were you just sitting there going, "Look, what will be, will be"? No, I um, I wasn't. I wasn't DMing anyone. I always thought that. I always thought that we. I didn't know if we'd finish the season, but I always thought that we'd win the title. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I wasn't because sh- I always thought that like twenty five points is just too much. Like there's there's no way you can slice this pie where Liverpool don't come out as as league winners. So I was, but I didn't know whether the season would be finished or not. Um, I wasn't. I was a bit more like you. I'm a bit of a pessimist at heart. I think, and I was just the same. I was like, there's no way these fat capitalist bastards let that money slide off the table. There's just no way. And certainly when the Bundesliga started playing, I was like, the Premier League will be sitting there going, look at the viewing figures, they've broken records that first weekend. We need to get our shit sorted right here, right now, because we've got a chance to capture every other market who, who isn't watching Premier League football, who isn't got who hasn't got sport on, whether it be baseball, basketball, whatever. Yeah. I just thought the fuck greedy bastards would be having it. And that's obviously working in Liverpool's favour. Yeah, look, it, it was one of those, but when when I like I I just got massive amusement out of the Daily Mail um on a daily basis um our WhatsApp group was just constantly Daily Mail headlines like the balls are too sticky and um all sorts of stuff and we just thought that was great and fair play to them I don't know what their stance is now I I do um they're still calling for it to be um called off but it was brilliant at the same time even though it was depressing that we couldn't we couldn't watch any football lads you're both studio based you are the two biggest Liverpool you know, football club fan media thing going, um, and you're both Liverpool based. You're, you're there. It's as simple as that. Um, I was laughing at you, the nice, succinct way of saying what we are. I'm the same. I'm like, we're just kind no, of like a Liverpool media thing. Yeah, you're a Liverpool media thing, um, which is a really big and good at it. And you're in Liverpool, which helps. Um, but look, you're both studio based for the majority of your work. Um, I know um, you do, you know, outside broadcasts for after games and stuff like that. But Gibble. 
you know, people that listen to the Anfield rap listen to stuff in studio, and I know you use um, your offices as well, parts of different parts of your offices for different content. How difficult has it been? You know, because we, we spoke off air about it just doesn't flow the same, but how difficult has it been? And I suppose how easy has it been to get people involved and keep them involved, you know, in in a way where I know it's an effort to go to a studio, but when you're at home, you're like, I could be watching the Vicar of Dibley instead of doing this. Yeah, it's it's a good question. It's it in terms of making the content, um, it, it has been challenging, especially for the video team. I and mean, we do audio and video now, and mm. um, the podcast it's a little bit easier. The video, it's just tricky because just whatever you do, it it doesn't look as good as you know. We're lucky where we are. We are we're, we're in you know we're we're in Man Island. We're right on the waterfront. If it's a nice day. Uh, which it has been, hasn't it? Like we've had some beautiful days. We'd be out there doing doing stuff, you know, on the waterfront, and you know it's the best backdrop in the world. I'm I'm sort of biased, but you know the, the Liverpool waterfront's incredible, and, and we're just there and we use it, you know, whenever whenever the wind allows us. And so, you know, it's it, that's just not going to be as good as, as a couple of you, you know, in in a sort of situation like this. And so the video team, I really feel for. Uh, Podcast wise, it's it's a it's a little bit easier because at least there's you know you're not you know having to worry about the visual element. But I just I've just found personally that the more people you add, the better. Sorry, the worse it gets. So if there's you know three of us now, it's just sort of about manageable, isn't it? Four, you're like oh you're doing okay. Any any more, and it's just you know it's 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 really really tough. And you know you you you're either talking over each other or you just sort of being a bit too polite and 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 it's it, it's tricky. And you know so much of of what we do, and I know well it's it's the case for for all three. You know, of us here, so much of what we do is about about chemistry and about enjoying each other's company and about enjoying football because football is meant to be a laugh. And you know, some some podcasts haven't been told that, but uh, but but football is meant to be enjoyable. And, and you you know, it's a communal activity as well, isn't it? You know, whether if I didn't live in Liverpool uh, and wasn't able to get to Anfield, I'd be going down to be near the supporters club and watching it all with them and, and, and doing that because I think that is the right way to watch footy and, and you know, it's, it's the right way to, 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 be, to, to live your life really. And, and so, so I'm missing it. Uh, what I would say is, you know, on a, on a sort of slight positive is that we've sort of, you know, we've always been, Oh, we do, you know, we do stuff in person and we've always tried to do interviews in person and stuff like that as well. And it has sort of opened up the opportunity to do a bit more in terms of one-on-one interviews. A few people who, who we might have not done over Skype because we yeah. say, oh, we'll do it next time we're in London and then it just doesn't get arranged because it's too hard or whatever. So I've done some interviews I've really enjoyed over, over Skype or over Zoom that, that I maybe wouldn't have done you know, in normal circumstances. And so that's something to think about for the future. I think in terms of, you know, stuff like that, I think I think there is maybe more, maybe we've learned we can do it, but it's just really for sort of one-on-one stuff. Like we did, uh, it's not out yet, a bit of exclusive. We did Jamie Redknapp yesterday and that's going out tomorrow. And, you know, he was... I've hung him and he'd, well, Skyped him and he'd forgotten it. He was out walking the dog and all that. He was like, I'll oh, just get back, just get back. You know, and then he did it in his kitchen. And, and that was great. And that's like, you know, when's Jamie Rednap coming to our office? He's not realistically, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so, unless he gets a book out and then they all want to come, don't they, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, but so that's so stuff like that. So I think, I think there has been, you know, a few, sort of things to think about and things that we've learned and things to get okay well you can do that that is that is possible but but by and large it's, it's just more of a laugh in person and if you're not trying to have a laugh then what are you doing it for exactly and um, the laugh is the most important thing um chris you know si- similar to, to john's situation you know um audio video and you know broadcast before and after games and stuff w- will you find it difficult now with you know, I, I see your fan uh, match reactions and stuff like that from from the cop after games and stuff like that. How do you get around this sort of thing? Because it looks like it's going to be this season and possibly beyond where we're not allowed into grounds, we're not allowed near grounds, we're not allowed to interact with, with other fans to a certain extent. H- how do you get around this sort of thing? And I'm probably asking you just so I can have an idea for myself and I claim it as my own. I think we're all probably 
thinking the same thing, aren't we? Is you know that like everybody sat at home watching the telly? Can you be a second screen for them? Can you be can you be a watch along and all that type of stuff? And I know that the I've watched a couple of the raps, um, Bundesliga ones. I think they're really good. Um, I know you are on hot mic as well, Gav, and, and stuff like that. So I think everybody's probably thinking the same thing. Um, it's it's how you approach that and how you do it that you know you hope will stand you apart. Um, equally, as as me and John have discussed this so many times over the years, actually, is that the, the fucking there's so many Liverpool fans. Like you know what I mean. You, you don't have to like or be sniping at each other and all that. You just you can get on and you can be mates and you can like I've I've always said to John and that like um and Neil from the rap I'm like there is a professional jealousy. Like anyone who'll have watched my face when he said he's got Jamie Redknapp coming over, there was something inside me. He got yeah. fucking pissed off and like fucking yeah. swat. We haven't yeah. got Jamie Redknapp coming up oh. like you know, but that's just the way it is. And he's seen his and he's seen his kitchen. The best one of them gonna wipe this up here is when we were sat in America and I showed him the Trent mural that we were doing and it was taking it was it was just about to start and I showed him the pictures. And he was like, it's boss mates, and I made yeah, up with you, made up for you, for fucking hell of you. I think that's cool. Like, I mean, for me, I, like the Skype stuff, I like it to a point where about 35 minutes, and I can't, I don't know whether I've just got too short an attention span for it. Mm. But, like, I start looking around the room. And I would never do that in a conversation. With Start people. opening the DVDs behind you and oh, read them. Yeah, honestly, I'm like, okay, yeah. Sam, what's this bottle yeah. top like? Um, yeah. So I, I just find it difficult in that regard. Like, and you can't read people's body language, and it's a huge part of talking, isn't it? I think. Yeah, it absolutely is. But um, we all just have to try our best, don't we? Um, well, not me. I just keep turning up at ten o'clock, and um, because golf is more important. But like. When we get back to it and we get back to the football, you know, and hopefully some of the, the, the restrictions are, are lifted in some way. I'm not saying fans back in grounds. I, I can't see that happening for quite a while. But hopefully, you know, back in studios and stuff like that, and we can get that, get that going a little bit because I think it is vitally important being in person. Like you've both said, being in person is, is brilliant. Like we, we find in our studio, most of it can't be broadcast, but it's great, you know, because you can say it. And you don't have to worry about it. And then some fella will promise to edit out. And then you cross your fingers for about eight hours until it actually gets released. <laughs> and then you listen, hoping that you haven't uh, said anything and it's left in. But in studio, it is. It's, it's, it's much better. You know, like me and Andy um, do like these chats every month where we just sit uh, like this and we do chats and they're great. And we've great laugh and Andy's completely weird. And that's what makes it. But I find when we're in studio, me and Andy, so much more comes out. You know, now, as I said, it can't be used, but so much more comes out. And like you said, you just, you get that vibe off someone and you know whether it's going well or it's, you have to drag something back or something like that. But look, we ho- hopefully, fingers crossed, in the next in the next couple of months, things might get back to some sort of normality and we can all get back to what we what we usually do. Um, but lads, look, the title, um, it's the mo- it's, it's definitely the most important thing. And clinching the title, um, there's a lot of stuff going around about will Arsenal beat City? They won't. Um, no. Arsenal don't no, beat anybody. Um, and then we're looking at Everton at Goodison and then you have Palace and then you're looking at City but John where do you think we clinch this or more importantly where would you like to clinch it I think I know the answer but where would you like to clinch it do you know what I'd, I'd, I'd rather win at Palace just because I think I think Goodison is is, is Goodison and that's the, it's the first game back and it's the derby and it'd be brilliant to win it and it just sort of feels like it's getting too much if it's then the title decider as well. Like, what are we going to do for the rest of it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you know, like, because it's sort of been taken away, hasn't it, with, with the fans not there? And, mm. you know, even if, you know, I'd, I'd be at both these games coming up. But, you know, even if I wasn't, you know what I mean? You still have fans in the ground, even if it's not not you. But I think, you know, something's been taken away. So, so I'm just thinking, you know, Trying to trying to make the most of, of of what we've got ahead of us, I think for me, I know like I can see a few of the boys in the chat disagreeing and saying winning the title at Goodison, and you know you could skip them forever and stuff like that, and I, and I sort of get that, but I just think that that derby on Sunday, it's the first game back after the big break, it's a Merseyside derby, it's at Goodison, and all that that's sort of enough for me really to to get mm-hmm. up for it and enjoy it, and then we beat them, and then we've got. 
Palace to win the league and then I get up for that as well. And it's just a, an exciting week, really. You know, we were sort of, you know, in in this situation, really, where, you know, you, you face world problems, really. Or where, where would you rather win it? It's a nice sort of problem to have. And obviously, like, if we end up winning at the Goodison, then I'm not going to be moaning. But I just think in terms of spreading the joy, I think I'm talking about here, spreading me joy um, over over two games. And then, uh, and then go to City as champions, getting the guard of honour. Um, and then, and then, yeah, they can just do what they want for the next six. They can play Payjack for all I care. Hey, <laughs> I wouldn't well, he want it. <laughs> I'd give, I'd let you have a game. Would you? I'd be up for that. Go ahead, no problem. Okay. Um, Jer Cahill reckons that the purple flares have sold out in Liverpool in the hope of a nil all. That's quite possible. <laughs> um, Chris Brack reckons that uh, Everton would implode if we won the title at their ground. I think more so if were, their fans were in it in the ground. I think with nobody there, they could kind of go, "Well, we didn't really see it, did we?" You know, the, you know, they're all mad, aren't they? Um, Chris, where would you like to win it? And um, what's what's the perfect scenario for you? You can go anywhere with this. You can go with City losing in the last minute, or yeah. you know, you can do anything you like. I think I'm not sure. So there's a social element to it all for me as well, uh, mm. isn't there? I think you know I've seen a lot of it online and stuff like that. Like they're setting up Liverpool fans for a fall um, about us gathering and breaking social distance and, and all that type of shit. And so, if it's a Goodison or if it's at Anfield, I feel like we're going to get absolutely just just absolutely fucking hammered and people will go out like and I know people will go out I've been speak, I've speaking to people this week right, and, and it's over in their heads and it was over when Cummins went and fucking did his thing up his jolly and so I, I do I am a little bit concerned so as much as I would like to win at Anfield and go and get the guard of honour I'd also like to win it at City if that's at all possible, like, and just just do it there, and then yeah, maybe it's possible. See, and just maybe see Liverpool fans socially distance spread on every bridge from Manchester <laughs> to fucking Liverpool with their flares, like welcoming the team home or something like that. Maybe um, we had we had an idea in Dublin where we then. Um, it's a 20 kilometre restriction where you can move in Dublin but the Phoenix Park is a massive massive park in Dublin and we were thinking if we could get as many Liverpool fans that live within 20 kilometres of that to social distance in this park with red flares um, when they win the league um, again that's probably going to lead us to being arrested Why do we, all we seem to do is come up with ideas where we get arrested but that was an idea um, and we don't I know we, we, well I you see the thing is we just claim we, yeah we it's, just claim we can organise it just, yes. just draw some fucking circles on the floor and get every lad in there with a the flare and get fucking yeah. Sky News with the fucking cameras like that yeah. and everyone just there celebrating fucking going absolutely mental yeah. in their own little circle. It'll be fucking fantastic. And them yeah. two lads that they shot into space two weeks ago will be able to see it from their yeah. gaff because they're up there and they'll be able to see it because it'll be red. Um, I, th- I, th- I like the idea of Goodison. I like th- I I th- I the idea of Man City though, but then it's dragging into three games and then... The world will end, you know, we're never going to win this. This is dragging on too long. You know, it's been eight days since we started playing football and we haven't won it. Something along them lines. So I'd have to go with, I'd have, I think, I, I, I think, I, mate, if we've not won the league in three days, just get him out. Fuck it. Yeah. We're gonna forget it. There's no point. Um, we should have null and voided it. It will be the opinion of many. Um, but lads, look, the, the, the pubs aren't open. All right. Um, that would have been, you know, I suppose when you win a game, you come out, you go to the pubs, you go down into the city centre, you go to the pubs, and you have you make a you probably make a fortnight of it after the league has won. But they're not open. But John, if I was to give you one pub to be open after the Liverpool game, where they clinched the title, and then one takeaway open to get some food on the way home, what would it be? Well, our pub after the game is normally motel in town, so so I'd have to go for that. I mean, I, I probably should pick a bigger one, really, if we're only getting one open. But like, motel's been good to us after the games. It's on Fleet Street. It's it's a dive bar, and you know, it's just a bit of a takeover after the game. That the, the Liverpool tunes are on, and it feels like everyone you know is in there, and it's a good laugh. So, so so motel. I mean, there's loads of good pubs around the ground, and I like sort of. Quite a lot of them. Um, just seeing that comment there. Um, but yeah, but but uh, but yeah, motels sort of it, it's our gaff. And uh, yeah, if if it was open, I'd feel like I knew eighty percent of the people in there. And I'm not surely what you're after in a situation like this. 
Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, Motel is a place that uh, the, the day trippers frequent on a on a regular basis when we're over as well. And uh, John usually comes in um, and stays. I think you're the last man out. Do you lock the door at, in Motel most Saturday nights? <laughs> I think you do. I well, think you we'll um, Chris, what booze are you picking? Well, I think it's gone now, but I think sound would have probably been the place. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. I read something about it last week, yeah. I think it's. I think they've, they've just been emptying it out or something like that. So, um, And then probably, I, I do like to, it's a bit of a cliche between the four fans, but I do like a bit of pop world, like. <laughs> okay. I, mean, okay. I actually genuinely enjoy it, like. Um, so, yeah, it's on, like. Um, and then the takeaway, it's pretty much fried chicken. Okay. Like, name, name your place, whatever. It's fried chicken for me, right? Yeah, I forgot that bit. I'm, I'm a fried chicken man as well. Uh, Nabsy's uh, preference, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll dabble in a hot and tender. At Capella University, you're in control of your education. With the game-changing FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines and move at your own pace. The faster you move, the more you save. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Are you worried about that, Gav? Yeah, I uh, can I can I have a breakfast before it instead of takeaway after? Hey, your rules, mate. You do what you want. Yeah, so I'll, I'll have I'll, sure I'll, I'll, what's on the breakfast, mate. What? <laughs> I, I fucking have, I've had people say cucumber goes on a full English. So what's on no, your? Oh fuck that! No, no, no. <laughs> I got saved in London. I got saved. I went, what the fucking hell is this? Yeah, I would have walked out. Um, I'll have Shiraz on uh, John Street um, as my breakfast place. Yeah. Um, okay. Accept. I'll I'll have that, and can I take Motel followed by Arm of the Cuba? Oh, yeah, no. No. I've been in there loads of times. I know. I'm not saying you won't get in, but but after the after winning the league and a couple of hours in Motel, lads, your shirts everywhere. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Your shirt is everywhere. You do that sort of shit. Your I keep me short. No, no, no! I bring me short home me. It, it, it comes home me. It, um, it stays on the your body. Um, I've never had a pint there. I've never had where? a pint there. I'm with the Cuba. Oh, it's some shop. It's absolutely no, some no, shop. No, I was christened there, mate. Oh, wow! <laughs> it was the old Polish church. Yeah, it was. That's that, that, right, fucking, yeah. that fucking altar is where I was christened. I used to go there for Polish mass every fucking Sunday until I was a kid. So I'm not religious at all, but. I, I can't go and have a beer there because I used to go to fucking church there. Like, and I, I'm and gonna can, com- I'm gonna campaign to get a to get a plaque on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Payjack was, was sitting there. Chris Payjack, Chris, there. I've been in there and I've had a look around and go, do you want a pint? I'm like, nah, you're all right. It just, yeah. it just doesn't feel right, like. Everybody touching the plaque on the way in, a bit like the This Is Anfield sign. You have to touch the plaque on the way in at uh, two in the morning. But um, I am getting into Almond the Cuba. Um, I think oh, I am, John. I think I am. That's if we leave Motel. You never know. <laughs> we might stay. Um, if most Stewart's on the decks, we'd be fine, I, I think. Um, lads, there's been a lot. The last thing I want to touch on before we go. So we always have to have some random questions on this show. It's the way it goes. So if anyone wants to throw them in for the last five, ten minutes, absolutely throw them in. I'm not going to keep the lads too much longer um, because they think 10 o'clock is an absolute disgrace. Is so, it because I said 35 minutes, by the way? He's like, yes. Question. Well, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at 32. 10. I held your attention the last time you spoke about um, which is better, standard hula hoops or the joint hula hoops, and you went on a mad rant about them, which was great. Um, but random God, questions. Do, do as long as you want, mate. We've got a beer with all right. You do as long as you want. Okay, all right. Um, set your alarms for 2 a.m. Um, but throw the random questions in. These lads are really good at them. Um, if you've listened to them before, they're really, really good at them. But lads, there's been a lot of hype around the, the team of Werner last week, and I don't want to specifically go into that. But the reaction to it seems to be that we haven't signed one player. We've no money. We're never signing another player again. John, do people just need to relax a little bit? I think I think it's hard because I think the fact that he's gone to Chelsea as well is, is tough. So I think if if we were saying, look, we're not getting in this summer, uh, and he was staying, I think the reaction would be different. You know, he's gone to Chelsea, so it's another English club getting and they're spending way not. I think people are in for a bit of a shock this summer. I don't think there's going to be a lot of money knocking around for anyone really. You know, unless 
you know, unless people can sell and, and, and unless someone, someone you know, who's owned by a, a, a sovereign state decides to throw a bit around it and that causes a knock-on effect. I just think there's a lot of clubs, you know, who are, who are, who are going to be sort of seeing what they've got. And look, if, if that's a summer where not much happens and everyone's sticking with what we've got, then we're in a better position than anyone else because we've got the best squad that are good age and they're ready to go and, Look, I'm looking forward to seeing more of more of our younger lads and more of, you know, the, the players who, who we've signed recently. We haven't seen too much of, so I'm not too concerned. Look, and if if, if everyone else was spending mad and, and you know there was concern about falling behind, I'd worry. But, but honestly, I just think it's going to be a quiet summer for for most clubs, if not every club. So I just think we need to adjust to the new normal. If that's uh, if that's a phrase that doesn't make everyone throw up, yeah, and. Um, and yeah, and, and see where everyone's at at the end of the window. And I can't see, I can't see there being sorts of huge amounts. To be honest with you, Chris, do you agree on that? Yeah, I think John's right there. And I think you know, I remember speaking to Maddock the other week, David Maddock from the Mirror, and um, he was saying that like Liverpool stands lose between seventy and two hundred million quid um, because of COVID nineteen. And, and when you put that into perspective, and you look at like maybe the likes of Shakiri, Avigi, maybe will have been on the on the on the out list, and and a few of the other lads. Obviously, Lallana's going, but he signed a contract extension. Kleine's going, and all that type of stuff. You know, they've probably paid about 50 million quid in wages since lockdown started. And not, there's no revenues coming in. So, like, it's all well and good shouting on Twitter into the void that you, Liverpool need to sign someone. But as John said, we're the best team in the world. We've got one of the best squads in the world. We've got one of the best managers in the world. And everybody, everybody would rather be in our position than in yeah. the Right now, and 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 that just that that should tell you enough. The reason that I think Chelsea have gone and spent big, and 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 maybe Manchester United, although I'm not quite so sure, is because the, you've got to seize opportunity where you can. Chelsea were probably five or six transfer windows behind challenging for the title. This could reduce that to two or three. Yeah. By dipping into his own pocket, but they got there because of bad management, nothing else. And bad management is normally followed by more bad management. Liverpool have got good management and the club's going to be here by the end of this pandemic and that's the most important thing. And we're also not, a, we're not only that, we're going to have the best squad in the world. Yeah, um, I, I fully agree with you. I think, you know, whether a signing happens or doesn't happen, I think we need to relax. And I've said it many times, when we won the European Cup last summer, I was, I was one that was looking for a, just a signing. Um, to strengthen because I, do, I always feel like you should strengthen from a position of strength but proved completely wrong by that fella that knows loads about that German fella <laughs> that knows loads about football and if he decides again whether his hands are a little bit tired because like you can say Jurgen Klopp's hands are tired without it being a slight at the owners his hands are being tired because the club's hands are being tired like I think the figure is closer to 90 million in wages I think I've read somewhere uh, Chris I think it's 35 million they may have to return and it's about 9 million they've lost in gate revenue so you're looking at 130 million quid at the end of the day no matter how big football is that's a colossal amount of money but um, yeah I think I think you're right I think clubs may have to seize an opportunity where they try they won't not close the gap but you know completely but close it to an extent where they feel that maybe next year they can close a little bit more and you know if, if we're in the same position as oh, I don't know 17 other clubs in the Premier League we'll be in the same position as them next year and we'll all be healthier but we'll have more spending power than most so it, I think it's I think it's a very fair point first random question is from Keith Plunker and he says this Katie Hopkins Bob Hoskins and Roy Hodgson snog marry avoid who wants to go first you're having a fucking laugh. I know. I, I, I did, the first reaction there to is, it was, my God, is, that's brutal. There is, there is no way in hell I want to marry Roy Hodgson, but he's the fucking obvious marriage answer. <laughs> he genuinely is. Because can we just, like, fuck off? Keith, no, that's just mean for a start. <laughs> you're like, so mean, Keith. It's just ridiculous, mate. It's, it's half ten at night, 20 to 11, and you're making me look at this. Look at those words. They're all horrible, all six of them. I'm not <laughs> betting it, no. I bet you John has an answer. Come on, John. Um, I mean, you'd, I suppose if, if that situation, you'd, you'd, you'd marry Bob Hoskins um, and just, I don't know, I bet, I, bet he, you know, I bet he has a nice life. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And so shack up with Bob. Um, 
have a bit of a snog with Katie, but but say what you want because say what you want about her. At least she's she's filthy. You know what I mean? Like she, you know, <laughs> outdoors and all that. Does it in does yeah. it in fields? So yeah. so you know, me like slag it off all you want, but she's she's got form on that. Yeah. And then just just avoid Roy Hodgson, and if possible, yeah. if I could avoid past Roy Hodgson as well, if that could yeah. be part of it. And he's never managed Liverpool Football Club or darkened our city's door. Uh, even better. Yeah, um, I think I think that's a, uh, I think that's, uh, <laughs> I think that's very fair. Um, so, Owen Beck just said you couldn't marry Roy; he wouldn't be able to wipe his own ass in five years' time. Fair. Yeah, I'm not, sure well. can, I'm not sure he can. I'm not sure he can now. You got to um, think about these things. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe I should. Dave, Dave's LFC chat asked question: Will Gibbo follow Chris and do a cooking channel? Is, uh, well, are you doing a cooking channel? Uh dabbled. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he he the cooking one in our in our lot, so it'll be Andy Heaton. Uh, the heaters on doing the doing the cooking channel. Uh, <laughs> Very anyone, good, yeah. Anyone's doing it. Uh, you know, he is good. To be fair, like he eats late. Uh, he'd be just getting going after this podcast uh, starting <laughs> up. Is just a fire yeah. uh, Does he not eat all day? Oh no, no. He, he has he has breakfast about two o'clock in the afternoon, and then uh, just pushes everything back. But. Um, so yeah, but but I've been having a bit of go, you know, in lockdown, like doing a lot more, uh, and I'm yeah. enjoying it. And you surprise yourself, don't you? What you can do, uh, and, and what how long it takes as well. Like you always, always in my head, I think, oh, it's just easy to do that, but it's not really. So I hope I hope I stick with it, uh, cooking from fresh a little bit more and having a go. But no, not the cooking channel. It would just be me panicking, really, and going shit. <laughs> if you if, gone on too long. A few people have asked us here, and um, because we we discuss this a lot on shows, and it's air fryers. Um, do I do? Do, do you own an air fryer? No, do the fuck. Do I look right? like I, I got where I am today by owning an air fryer, mate? An air fryer is amazing. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know what it is. It's it's basically um, so it's this unit. It's it's basically a unit, and you open this drawer on the unit, and you can pull chips sausages whatever you want into it you just close it, it and it just cooks it for you it just sits there it's beautiful it's pretty it's, much like an oven john that's what they're saying that's how they're describing it to me yeah you open this door it's hot inside right well yeah well it'll have hot to be air, otherwise it, it, it won't hot, be cooked is it hot air yeah okay so it's a fucking oven john that sits on your countertop <laughs> yeah it's a pretty it's amazing <laughs> It's a new it's world. Amazing. Me, new world. Go get, get yourself an air fryer, and believe it or not, um, you can actually bake cakes in them. So there you go. Like the oven, they are like an oven. <laughs> yeah, but ovens, ovens are ovens are so last year. You know what I mean? They're so pre-COVID. Like, we've all got ovens, but we need to sell them some stuff. We'll call it the air fryer. Uh, it's so absolutely it's amazing. I'm, go and get one. Go and get one. Um, loads of people have asked about the air fryer because we have discussions. We, we we update each other on what we cooked in them. I just do chips. Um, I just peel potatoes and make chips, and I just I think it's great. It, it got me through a lot in um, What's wrong in tough with times. The fryer though, Gav. I don't know. Fryer, mate. Mm, like a deep fat fryer. Yeah, like a real fryer. Yeah, I think this is a healthier option. This air fryer, you see. Oh no, it's absolutely healthier. But so oven mm. chips. But oven chips aren't great. <laughs> Name me a good oven chip. I don't know. I don't know any. I, I, no, cook, you chips. See. I cook chips in a fryer, mate. I, I'm, call me traditional. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm just letting you know, right? And, and when you do get one and, and you realise everything is amazing, I will accept your apology at any stage, all right? And I won't yeah. hold a grudge. Some of the comments are agreeing me. Oksana says, never thought about it this way. Yeah. Yeah. Not only does he lose attention span after twenty five minutes, he gets very aggressive. Have you noticed that? Um, <laughs> That's <laughs> but, two beers, mate. It's it's only a thing it's it's only a it's only a thing that sits on the counter. Like it's not gonna do anything to you. It's okay. Um lads, there was one question earlier on and I forgot to ask Joel the football kind of talk, but and John, I'll come to you first while Chris calms down. Um what would you do if we had to go three months without football, but we were only one point clear in the Premier League? Would you, would you just... You wouldn't get through that, would you? Because I wouldn't. Three months waiting, sitting on a one-point lead. No, it'd be hard because 
you know, it'd be agony, but also like we don't know what the, we don't know what we're coming back to. So you don't know. Everyone's guessing now. Oh, this team will, will cope better because of this, that, and, and whatever. You you don't know. You're almost starting again, aren't you? And it's it's you know. So I, I like our buffet. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm grateful for it because you know it could be a bit mad when it comes back. There could be sort of unlikely results. I mean, Chris points out he's right too that the Bundesliga actually you've seen what you've seen is the best teams won. In fact, I don't think Bayern Munich have have dropped a point yet. Uh, they, they, they've won every game, but but that's not to say that it would necessarily be the case in, in the sort of Premier League and, and or the wheels sort of hit the ground running or anything. So yeah, I'd be really worried in that scenario. Obviously, it'd be hell going through but then also you know concerned about it coming back but this way is nice isn't it it's it's it, it just feels like we're, we're returning for our coronation uh, yeah. and and that's a that's a that's a lovely lovely feeling after 30 years yeah it is a lovely feeling uh chris would you have um survived three months sitting on a one-point lead no no chance mate. <laughs> I've not, okay. I've not really survived this very well to be honest with you um yeah. and we've had 25 you know what i mean it's like mm. Like as much as I, I give it, like before, you know, I said that I thought that Liverpool would get the title, whatever this season. I still had to switch off. I had, I had to switch off for my own sanity's sake. And and we were twenty five points clear. Like like, there's no way with that one point lead. I'm thinking about anything other than a null and void for the entire three months. Or you know, coming back is it's like you start thinking, well, who's got the best sports science? team because what if you get them back a little bit fitter and, you know and, and I'm, I would I would be an absolute mess Gav yeah I think I think um, sitting on one point lead I think I, I, my, I would my head would have went you know I would have went through every possible scenario over the final nine games to make us win it just just about or lose it just about I think I would have absolutely just been gone um, Dylan O'Rourke asks if you could fight any fictional character, who would it be and why? Whoever wants to go first and go first. See, I'm thinking about like, what, presumably you want to win. Do you know what I mean? Someone just might like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, it is, it is, a, it is a rare opportunity to fight someone from Street Fighter, I suppose, and just like imagine like going against like is it is it Gandalf who had like the stretchy legs? I mean, that'd be an experience, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? But uh, I don't know, fiction, fictional character. Who did, who did it dislike? Who do, or you know, who did it? Who did it want to really, really sort of blow me piss and one man giving a dig to? I don't know. Have you got anyone, Chris? Not yet, mate. No, I was listening to your answer rather than thinking about my own. <laughs> thinking about um, fucking fellas from Street Fighter and getting battered. Yeah, I'd fight anyone with a fucking air fryer, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> what about, um, does the Milky Bar Kid count? Hey. Does the well, Milky Bar Kid count? I think he was, I don't know. Why not? Yeah. I, I, I'm just asking. I'm just trying to throw it out there for you. Do you want to um, the Why do you want to fight the Milky Bar kid, Gav? Just saying. Like John was saying the chance of winning. There's no, you're not losing to the Milky Bar kid. Feels yeah. like bullying a bit, though. I'm just saying. Um, uh, let me see. So, who are you fighting? Come on. Who are you giving a slap to? Oh, it, 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 I used to sort of hate growing up. There, there must be some, must be some baddies on telly that you want. You, you, you couldn't, you couldn't uh, help but want to take. Do you know what? Like when I was, when I was younger, I used to really get wound up by like, you know, things in soaps, and have to remind yourself it's not real. You know, like them people who like see like, see nasty Nick. Nick Cotton or something in the streets and like spit at him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I had the potential to go that way, do you know what I mean? And so, like, yeah, Nick Cotton, he was awful to his mum. I'll, 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 I'll dig him. Okay, Nick Cotton is a, is a solid show. <laughs> I reckon I could take Banana Man. <laughs> okay. So I, I think I'd fight Banana Man just to be a Superman, a superhero of some description. I think I could have him, you know. Banana man, I think you could. No problem. Well, who are you taking off? The Milky Bar kid. Genuinely, what what did he do to you? He just want to be. He didn't someone. do anything to me. No, he didn't do anything to me. I just think the chance of winning. If I had to go fictional character though, um, it has to be somebody like John says out of the soaps that just would do your head in. Um, Alf Stewart out of Home and Away, please. <laughs> 
I'd fancy it against Alf as well, Gav. I reckon he could. The only thing is, you don't know what weapons that man will bring. That's the only thing I would say. He's like he's a, he's a, he knows he knows loads of stuff, and I think he brings loads of weapons with him. Um, what order do you make a cup of tea in? Are you making it in the cup, or you make? Because like I'm making it in a pot. I'm gonna get a drink. Oh, this gets deep here. Hold on, you're making tea yeah, in a pot. Oh yeah, okay. So make, in, if you make cup of tea, tea a, right? So you're making tea in a cup, right? In a cup, yeah, for yourself. Right. Okay. So the tea bag goes in. The hot water goes in. You take the tea bag out. You put the milk in. Done. And sugar, if you, if you, if you like sugar. If you're a child, yeah, go for sugar. <laughs> if you're a child, if you're a child, have a, some sugar in your tea. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, that is unbelievable. <laughs> Do you genuinely believe that? That's amazing. Um, yeah, that's one of the best things child, I've ever heard. Put some sugar in your tea. Okay, John, be very careful. What order do you make your tea in? In a cup. Uh, tea bag in, water, good stir, milk last, and then, you know, whack that sugar in. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, it's, you've got to put the milk in second first. It just it just always ends up looking a bit weak if you try the milk in first. I understand it because you're trying to save time. You're looking for something productive to do while the kettle's boiling. I get the mentality, but you've just got to hang on. You've got to, you've got to stay strong and put it in last, or, or you just never get a decent colour out of it. You've got to, you, you end up having a second bagger. That's yeah, what you're yeah, that. But, like, milk first if you're making a pot of tea. Okay. Because mm. it's brewed properly. And a pot of tea is well better than a cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah, so it that. depends how, how long you leave it there, though, isn't it? Because it, it can turn very, very strong. Yeah, that's true. Very, very strong. I don't strong. mind that, though, as it get, like, gets a little bit stronger. as you, as you, you sort of ease yourself into the strength of tea, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm not mad. I'm not mad on pots of tea. I don't. I don't like teapots. I'm not a fan of teapots now. I, they never seem to pour for me. They seem to. Uh, the water just seems to go fucking everywhere. You need to rethink your kitchen, Gav. Get that. Get rid of that air fryer thing. We're getting a nice little. I buy a fancy teapot. Yeah. I'm gonna stick. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna stick. Uh, I'm gonna stick the air fryer on, on eBay tonight and go out and treat yourself to a nice teapot, and then be a big kid and have three sugars. <laughs> um, which is just absolutely amazing. You, you um, learn to amaze. Okay. Uh, Retro One Lim asked a question earlier and it said, when we win the league, will we finally see those Payjack nudes? I don't know what the fuck that's about. Have you oh, promised okay. to go nude? No, no but it, it's been a thing for years. And to be honest with you, it's been so long that I've forgotten how it all started. Okay. Um, but people hashtag Payjack nudes in all the time. I think it's... I don't think they actually want to see page at nudes. I, I'm guessing they don't. Um, so well, I hope they don't. Um, they're going to be bitterly disappointed when they do. Like, you know, I'm I'm married, like, and, and she doesn't like it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> what chances the average viewer got? Yeah, yeah, uh, unbelievable. I'm still not over the sugar thing. I really am. I'm, I'm really. I'm still sugar not over. Tea, yeah, one How sugar. Many? One. one. One's okay. Yeah. Like, what's the point in half a sugar? Like, yeah. like, just gives half. Really? Just fucking, come on. Half a sugar doesn't do anything. When did you decide? Like, how did you get to half? Did you try six tenths of a teaspoon? Did you set, like, what? where, where did you even get there? Yeah, no, do you know uh, what? I think, like, you've, you're focusing on Gav's wrong drinks here. If you if you, if you chocolate with his tea, wait till you find out what he drinks in a nightclub. Oh, uh, Malibu and Lucas had. Malibu and LucasAid. That's what you're absolutely sensational. But like imagine imagine you were a barman in a nightclub <laughs> and we've got lager, blah blah blah, all this stuff. Yeah. Gav rocks up and asks for a Malibu and LucasAid. Yeah. Right. Just give me the bottle of LucasAid and a load of Malibu. Craig Hannon loves it. The the bars he said it's revolutionary. <laughs> Did they let me know Gav's coming? Did the bars sell LucasAid, Gav, yeah? Yeah, a lot of bars do, yeah. Some don't and I, I just get a little bit upset. And order a normal drink. But um yeah, Malibu try it. John, you've tried it. I have tried it. It was nice, but yeah, like, there you, go. Just, it, you know, I'm not knocking it as a drink, I suppose, but it was just it was just quite a quite a thing to witness. 
Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you don't sell Lucas Aid? Yeah, that, that usually comes out quite a lot. But um, no, try it. Um, I, I think it's good, and I, I'm, I'm sticking by that. Lads, I'm going to leave it there. Um, 53 minutes is more than enough of your time to take. Um, before Chris has a go at me again over sugar no, not, air fryers, he just attacked me. I'm not having a go at you about sugar, mate. I'll have a go at you about the Malibu and Lucas Aid, though, because that's fucking insane. Yeah, well, I, all I'm going to say is, all I'll ask is, right? All I'll ask is, go and get some Malibu, get some Lucas Aid, put it together, drink it, and come back to me. Okay. Okay. Deal. deal. Okay. And uh, I promise never to mention the air fryer again. Is that okay? Oh, do you know what was funny? I only went in so hard because, A, it sounds ridiculous, and, B, I saw everyone talking about it in the comments. Yeah. And I was like, there were so many people asking about the air fryer. I was like, these must love an air fryer, these. Yeah. So I, I just picked the opposite side of the fence, to be honest. It, it, all, start, it all started because uh, Keith of this parish tried to convince me one night that he, he, he could do, he could basically bake a, I think it was a chocolate gato in, in an air fryer. And I thought it was ridiculous. So I went and bought an air fryer and I'm going to try it um, just to prove him wrong. Um, people want to me to video this but look i'm not i'm not doing that um i'm definitely not doing that but i bought an air fryer just to see if i could bake a cake in it but i've kept it because the chips are good and every time i have a sugar in my tea now i'm gonna feel terrible and like a big kid um but look what can you do um lads sugar be tea anymore you've got to ask about the question Oh, ask the question. Ask the, yes, sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, I'll ask the question. So, Gibbo, this question gets asked to everybody that comes on for the first time on the show, and it's this. Very simple. You're on a building. It's 50 stories high, okay? Flat roof. There's another building beside you, which is also 50 stories high on a flat roof. So they're both the same height, okay? You are running to jump from one building to the other. You have 11 miles per hour of wind helping you in that jump. We want to know what the biggest distance between those buildings are um, that you could jump. You can have a little incline on the building you're running from if you want. I think Chris wanted that, did you, Chris? I think I did. I think I need that. I know I, know I, I speed up going downhill, you see. <laughs> now, Trev Downey said he could do 9.85 metres because that no was it. No fucking way. Because he, because he, he looked up the long, he looked up the long jump record and just took a millimeter off, um, for fairness. But um, I think most people have ran, gone around two to three meters, which is what six to nine feet. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say uh, eight or nine foot. I, I, I was figured I was, I'm about six foot, and I could do longer than me, I reckon. Yeah. But like, not much more. Um, but but then I was always going to say like six or seven feet. But then I got I got a bit excited by Chris's uh, you know uh, velocity shout. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to say like I'm saying if my life depended on it, which it would. Let's face it. Um, I'd say I'd say nine. Nine feet. Right. Can I ask a, Can I ask a follow up question, Gav? Of course, you can. Are you going head first, or are you going to try and stick it with your feet, Gibbo? I think I'm going to go feet and then see how I'm going, and then if I need it, I'm going to I'm going to tilt myself to face. <laughs> so yeah. And listen, oh yeah, you... start throwing me up a body forwards if I need it. Yeah, one person we asked did want to know could he wear a cape, um, and we allowed him, but I don't think that would work. Um, I don't think he thought through, and the whole feet force is good because if you don't make it. You're falling to the ground with your face pointing up, so you're not going to see your death. It'll be fine. You know, just soften the blow a little bit. Um, lads, that's definitely it. Um, we've asked you about a question. Loads of people have asked, and Chris has jumped in and made sure it got asked because it's it's the law on this show when people come on for the first time. John, it's been an absolute pleasure, and um, when everything gets back to normal, we will definitely come over and see you soon. And Chris... <laughs> Yeah, he's just he's just like yeah, whatever. Fuck oh, off, he's falling asleep. He's just got a young kid, so he might just fall asleep. <laughs> stood up. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you to say something nice about Chris. You just said, John, it's a pleasure. I'll see you soon. And Chris, yeah, well, I, I, I'm trying to make this sound nice on Chris, but I think he's being I think he's being appalling on this show towards me. <laughs> um, but uh, look, we won't argue about. No, lads, listen. When this gets back to normal, uh, myself and a load of the lads, you know how it works, we'll be over to Liverpool to see you, to see loads of people. And look, hopefully it's Jurgen Klopp leading us around the parade of some sort, because that'll be, that'll be the absolute business. Um, it's been, it's been a pleasure. Chris, thanks a million. 
no problem. You're more than welcome, mate. I've enjoyed that. Good Did I get aggressive after 35 minutes? Just for <laughs> 32. Minutes. I have it here. Um, um, my lovely assistant says 32 minutes was the uh, air fryer outrage. Um, you called anybody that uses <laughs> sugar in their tea after about 43 minutes, you called them children. And you've threatened to batter Banana Man. So, okay, so. you've done okay. You've all done in okay. all, a decent little hour for me there. Yeah, I think I think you've um I think you've done well. I think you've done very well. I think you've both done very well. Um John just in a much more mellow way, Chris in a murderous aggressive way. But look, um he's been all action, Annie. You know, you couldn't all action. No, all I can say is banana man, you are fucked. Whatever here, bye bye. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Sports Social Podcast Network.